beat them if they number one then now we number one according to rankings but we don't want to take none of that we want a, a good game against a good team and we're still humble and we don't want to be ranked we want to be out in the top 25 because we still hungry and when we hungry we eat Let's go, Parker. Parker is we, we're we're doing big things of the audio from here on out. We figured out GarageBand. It's only taken us a year and a half, but or I figured out GarageBand. Kent's uh, Kent just has his son record an intro, which is way better than me figuring out GarageBand. So shouts to Little P for uh, giving us a new intro. Yeah, what's up? How'd you, how'd you convince him to do that? I didn't say all, all you do around is like you just say welcome and then he finishes it. Oh, without any. Yeah, you could even be like, you're welcome. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're welcome to the fire. <laughs> I love that. Love that kid. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny, man. Yeah. So, what's up, Will? How you doing? Oh, we're back. We're freaking back. Kent's on his iPhone. What are you doing on your well, phone? Well, I've got limited data now, so I'm pretty much on it all the time. Dude, get off your phone. We're recording. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I was trying to look at something for the game. Oh, if you heard me say, ooh, during the uh, intro there, we're watching the World Series together, no big deal, and uh, we got the Nats it. had the bases loaded, they had just uh, a l- little bit of, third. yeah, a little bit of an infield error there that gave them a 4-2 lead. Rooting on these Nats this year because it's our boy Trey Turner, he's on third, he's liable to steal home right here, uh, but anyway, we won't give you a play-by-play because no one cares, so uh, yeah, we're freaking back, Uh Kent, what happened last week? I don't know. I was out of town, so it was tough for us to get linked up. So we had to take a bye. Yeah, we had a bye week. Kind of like State has a bye week this week. <laughs> you yeah, see the They kind of had last there. week, too, didn't they? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we had to take a little week off. We tried to figure out the whole uh, Skype thing or the remote location thing, but... Uh, technology just—I'm—I I'm, think we're just too old for that. We're both 35, and we, we can't figure out how to uh, remotely record a podcast. So, and we just like being <coughs> each other's presence. Uh, we hold hands while we do this podcast, and can't still on his idiot. phone. Get off your phone. I was we, trying to make sure I had my note up so I knew what we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> uh, so we we hold hands during this podcast. We had a candle lit earlier. I had to blow it out though, not just to waste the candle. And uh, ooh, oh, six to two now. So, uh, we're freaking back. Uh, Kent was in Disney World, which we'll talk a lot about uh, uh, here in a little bit. But Yeah, it was pretty dope. What's up, Kent? What up? So, what's uh? Well, I <laughs> guess we should should we start a segment? You're still not going to say my I've name. I've already said it earlier, man. <laughs> say it one time. That's all you get. Um, so, what you drinking over there, Will? I said your name there, too. I'm glad you asked. I've got a Voodoo Ranger special release. So not just a release, but you know what's cool about a special release? It's, it's like limited or special. It's special. Yeah. It's called an Atomic Pumpkin. Uh, your boy is the biggest fan of uh, pumpkin beers in this uh, apartment right now. And uh, probably the best pumpkin beer that, I, that I've messed with. Uh, I think I did the Dollfish Head Pumpkin, P-U-N-K-I-N, a couple weeks back. 
and uh, this is way better. This is a 6.4 by volume, and again, the release is special. Very tasty. Highly recommend that if you're into the uh, pumpkin spice season. I know Kent is a big pumpkin spice latte guy, and nah. he's all about <laughs> pumpkin spice everything. So I was just trying to honor Kent on this one. So, uh, Kent, what you got? Got the uh, this is a uh, brewery out of um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, um, that they don't have many breweries there, Milwaukee, yeah. So, it's, what uh, it's like, it's like a it looks like a craft beer. What's it's a it's a fine pilsner beer, actually. Oh, pilsners um, are tight, yeah. It's brewed with the highest quality ingredients. Their secret is Miller Lite special triple hops brewing recipe. <laughs> So, wow, not one but two, but three hops. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's uh, Miller Lite. Let me let me get a sip. Oh man, that hits really good. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I just figured that I wouldn't put a lot of effort into my beer selection this week. So like, why would you not put a lot of effort? You see me, I'm going like pumpkin season, and you brought in Miller Lights. But I, I feel like when you told me why earlier. You uh you had me chuckling. So why is why is? <laughs> well, I didn't feel like that the football team put much of an effort, especially in the <laughs> second half or second quarter of the game on Saturday. So I, I'm just kind of like, nah. <laughs> I thought you also said that uh, it's like when you go through a cooler and you're seeing like a couple craft beers there, like a Matt McKay, like a Bailey Hockman. Then there's that just dependable Miller Lite with upside, Devin Leary. Uh, I, would, I would probably, I would probably not, not peg uh, Devin Leary as a Miller Lite kind of guy. <laughs> what beer would Devin Leary be? Gosh, he would have to be something that, oh man, it's like guns a blazing, like I don't know, like Hoppy Kaye. Ooh, good call out. Yeah, I would go Hoppy Kaye is a Devin Leary, definitely not a Miller Lite. Yeah, Miller Lite's like a uh, Jay Davis. Nah, it's like Miller Lite would be your old reliable, like your, if I'm going to put him in a, I mean, like a Ryan Finley would be somebody. It's just. Yeah. Just I'm it's drinking a solid. A solid drinking a Ryan Finn. I yeah. like it. It's a solid, solid, solid It works. Yeah. You win any games. Yeah. Doesn't do anything out too outstanding, but hell, I'll drink six of them on a Saturday afternoon. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty good stuff though. Um, cool. Yeah, I love Miller Lite. It's that's my, a, probably that's... my second favorite, like light beer to drink like oh, wow we're doing light time. beer drinkings now what's your yeah. number one well I, i'm a real big I, I really like to drink the corona lights yeah. all right i'm moving on we got a little i like to treat like every day like it's an island day <laughs> you do and we are on the island right now uh speaking of so we could not be on the island last week due to wow eight to two now and that's uh due to kent uh, taking a quick vacation in Orlando with his timeshare. Holler at your timeshare. And uh, we got to ask you a couple of things. What are those, Kent? Well, um, before we get into, I guess, all of our, our recaps from the last two weeks, um, we want to make sure that you all are, are, are giving us those likes, those shares. Um, check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or follow us on what are our social medias again? Twitter and Instagram. At yeah, Fire so nice we have two fire. socials. Our Twitter is on fire. We've gained about four followers in the last like three weeks. So please uh, make it number five. Is at Fire Ice Pack Pod and Instagram at Fire Ice Pack Pod. We yeah. keep it congruent. And 
It's all for the brand. It's all for the brand. Yeah. I, I like that. It's so we're uh, we're blowing up Twitter. We're getting at least one to two likes per tweet. So I know you guys are out there, and we appreciate the love. But yeah, come follow us. This is your first time. We are a uh, NC State podcast, and we are probably the least informative. You're not going to get any cool stats from us or any kind of good analysis, but you will be entertained. That's the only thing we can yeah. promise you, which we can't promise you with the rest of the NC State podcast. So. You know, no, Especially no, the way things have been going with the team. Yeah, it, yeah. every other podcast is depressing, and uh, we want to shine a bright light on the team. And that bright light's pretty ugly right now, but we're still shining that bright light. <laughs> yeah, we're not your sunshine and roses crowd, but we're also not the 60 minutes of bitching and complaining. That, that is correct. I have a question for you before we get into our catch-up segment, which everybody loves. What's the singular version of a herpes? Is it a herpie? Do you have one? I've got this bump on my lip. <laughs> so my mustache covers it, oh which is great. God. Having facial hair does a lot of things. A, if you have acne, you cannot see your acne, which I don't have any. But uh, Here, I've got yeah. this thing on my lip that's a very concerning bump. I'm just wondering if, I, if I'm if i safe for just this one herpie. Okay. Maybe it'll go away. Yeah. All right. Do you have any Valtrex? I do not. Okay. <laughs> I'm just worrying about it. Also, my feet are really stinky right now, and I've got them up on the what? island. And uh, are you not catching waves? I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. okay. Can we move on? <laughs> we can. I'm just worried about everything right now. So, hey, Kent. Hey. Would you like to do our catch-up segment? Sure. Real tomato ketchup, Eddie? Oh, nothing but the best. Oh yeah, it's catch-up time. So if this is your first episode or your twenty-second episode, we thank you for being a day one. But catch-up, we're gonna te- we're gonna touch on things that uh, aren't sometimes aren't NC State related, sometimes life related, but maybe other sports and football, which is everyone watching right now. So Kent, start us off, baby. Well, kind of related to what we got on the TV right now. Yeah. What's going on? I mean, we got the uh, World Series here going on with the Nats and the Strohs. Our teams are both out. Yeah, our teams are both out. Dodgers, Braves, gone. But it is nice to see a a former NC State Pac-9 out there and Trey Turner and who rocks the NC State football helmet when the the champagne's flowing. His celebrations are so tight. Yeah. So we're going to support him and and hope he gets him a ring. Um, Anything to avoid American League championships, I'm all for. Yeah, I don't know that uh, this is completely research-free if any NC State baseball players have had a World Series ring on their hands. But, I mean, the way it looks right now, they're going to go up 2 nothing, and they're going to have home. two games at home. I mean, why not? They've already yeah. beat up their starters. That's our baseball analysis. Go Trey. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you rocking those state helmets when you're chugging beer in the <laughs> locker room or champagne, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um what about what about as far as uh the NFLs go? NFLs? NFL. Just the NFL. I mean I thought we were gonna see uh maybe our fa- first former MVP, um first former uh pack football player that won the M- NFL MVP, but I don't he had a tough week this past week. <laughs> Very tough week. Uh, just Russell, one game, but still. Just one game. Uh, Russell Wilson, noted former Wisconsin quarterback, uh, was, in my opinion, because Mahomes got hurt, the leader in the clubhouse for the MVP talk, and 
Not a great game last week. Yeah, it's but just one game, though. It's, it's one game. They did lose it at home, but Russell will be back. Uh, he having one of his best seasons ever. They're not running him like I still don't think – I don't still don't understand Pete Carroll's logic where they're making him a pocket pass and they're not I mean, letting He's done him. a pretty good job of running offense this year. I think he's all right. No, he is, but I, <laughs> I, I still think more bootlegs and letting him use his legs on a – Play breaks down is not there. It's almost like he, they're they're just telling him to know when a play breaks down, just throw it away. But maybe he's gotten older. Well, he, did that. Maybe he, he does that a lot. Athleticism. I mean, he did that a lot in college. He used his legs when he had to, but most of the time he just threw the ball away. That's uh, that's he some stays, Tom O'Brien coaching. No, he stayed healthy. <laughs> he did actually. I mean, let's be real. But yeah, rooting on him, and uh, you don't have him in either of your fantasy leagues, do you? I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. Okay, the so, one that I am the two-time defending champion on, and right now sitting at five and two in that league. No one cares about that one. Let's talk about the one that you and I are in, <laughs> and everybody wants to hear about our fantasy league. So we're going to talk about it uh, in the next I thirty seconds. Five. Start start on five. Two and five now. Ever since Melvin Gordon came back, even though he shot the bed last week. Yeah, I don't know why that's your guy to point out that that's helped your team ascend it back to. It's my. I mean, my, I have I have a stacked wide receiver core. You do. They're all Buccaneers, right? No, nah, still just, Chris Godwin. Just Godwin. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, Matthew Stafford's been playing well for me too. Uh, your boy, will me. Uh, five and two. Uh, Mahomes got injured. I kind of bragged about taking him in the second round yeah. a couple weeks ago. Not sure why I did that, but. Well, I, I got uh, Kyler Murray on the bench, and uh, hopefully he can let me. Or Mahomes apparently is back at practice. Yeah, do you with have a any, dis- dislocated knee? Do you have any state players on your team? Uh, great, great question. So on last any week, of your leagues, I guess. Well, the only one I care about is our money league. The last week I did add a gentleman by the name of Jacoby Myers no on kidding. my team. Did, yeah, you played him in our league, and I played him. Huh. My, uh, I had a lot of bye weeks and a, a couple of injuries. Shout out to Deshaun Jackson. I don't know what's up with your ribs, but you need to get them things fixed. And uh, Jacoby Myers uh, came up fine for me. Five catches, like 50-some yards. That's uh, good Brady, Brady loves too. him. Brady yeah. loves him. And with and, Josh Gordon being out, he's probably going to see a, a lot of a lot of looks, I would imagine, throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, he's uh, their best receiver now, yeah. well, other than – I also have – not an NC State player, but I have Joe Mixon, who's on literally the worst offense in the league. 0 and 7. Um, oh, the Bengals? The Bengals. Yeah, they're training. Is, is Finley going to start to play? I That's mean, what I'm wondering. So, I mean, Dalton played well in the first two games, but then they've, they've been pretty trash since then. He did. So, I, I was wondering that, too, because so when the season started, everyone loves the good Bengals talk, is that. Dalton looked like a competent quarterback. Like yeah. he found Tyler Boyd, he found uh, what's old, old buddy from Washington that's a speedster, John Ross. He found him on just huge eighty-yard touchdowns, and now that he's collapsed, like, do they just throw not nothing against Ryan Finley, but again, do they throw Ryan Finley in just to start to taint the season? Uh, I think that they're well. I mean, they're already zero and seven. They're just not like. It's not like it can't get, get any, any better, so. or it can't get any worse either. But uh, uh, but. So who's who? It's really tanking for two of. I don't know, no, because I. It sounds like they're um, they're talking about uh, offensive line help, and that they might even draft an offensive lineman over that. If you're looking at mock drafts, okay. If they do that, they're insane. Well, I mean, they. Jim Mixon's a serviceable all back, and he's rushing for like 18 carries and 27 yards a game. 
Yeah, but do you give up on somebody like two? This is a Bengals podcast. Uh, do you give up on somebody like two if you have the number one pick, though? Uh, yeah. Or Justin Herbert? I don't think so. All right, man. I mean, at quarterbacks, uh, you got to get lucky on that. I mean, how how did the Giants do with their sixth overall pick? Right Daniel there? Jones looked great in the first game, and uh, now and he's, he's looked like trash. He's trash. Time. I mean, right. he was. Honestly, trash at Duke. We never got to play him, possibly. I don't, I don't think we did. No, yeah. we never played. Yeah, Finley and, and Jones never played each other. Yeah, but I will tell you uh, a little bit of pack loving the quarterbacking scheme of uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah. Where Indianapolis is? Yeah. Jacoby Brissett's been crushing it. He had a big game. What, he had four touchdowns last week? Oh, yeah. A- AFC Player of the Week? Oh, yeah. I think he's on pace to lead the league in touchdowns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Uh, Jacoby's Andrew, been balling out. Until uh, Andrew uh, Luck decides he's going to come back midseason, and after they're like, no, Luck is not making a comeback. Jim Ursay noted Pill Popper would not let Luck back because mm-hmm. he's going to demand like thirty million dollars a year. Yeah. Uh, but that's our pro football talk. Yeah. The uh, other thing, I guess, from catch up is we had uh, Austin Brinkley uh, at Austin Brinkley at Austin. I think it's at Austin underscore Brinkley underscore Brinkley. Asked up, us man? if we were retiring. Over the week, yeah, because when we don't record for a week, it's mostly because of Kent. No, so no, we're not. Re- no, no, we're not this past retiring. Week was mine, but we're not retiring when Kent uh, takes his family to uh, Disneyland. Oh, sorry, Disney World. Disney, yeah, Disney World, World is Orlando. Yeah, it was pretty dope too, man. So I've never been. This is my first time too. Yeah. You've never been? No, it was actually exceeded my expectations. To be quite honest with you, I thought I, it was uh, going to be pretty lame. So I'm a noted not a rod guy. Yeah, you could handle these. No, not even like don't don't even strap me in the teacups. I'm good, man. I'm your boy's gonna get dizzy. Nah, you could handle like there's some you could handle like the Pirates of the Car- Caribbean or Caribbean, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so I went to I went to Orlando and did uh, it was Universal Studios, but it was like is that when the when we played West Virginia? Yeah, At yeah, yeah. Champs, and uh, I went on like the Spider Man ride, but I mean I'm like sitting I'm like sitting in a car that's not on a track. I'm just like tilting every now and again, and I got like some cool views and like some water spraying on me. I can handle that, but yeah, your boy can't handle the roller coasters or anything like that. I'm I'm a giant puss when it comes to that. So, so do you know? Did you know that like everybody that goes to Disney wears like matching shirts and stuff? <laughs> no, did you though? No, I did not. Um, so so yeah, it's like it'll be like Disney Dad or. Hashtag broke with Mickey ears in the O. Um, <laughs> so you either wear that or you wear an NCAA football shirt there. All right. So I'm, well, I'm, all right, I'm in Disney. I'm in Disney. I'm putting yeah. myself there. And I'm seeing either Mickey. Family matching, sh- matching shirts. Or I'm seeing what? Or you're seeing the man of the family usually wearing a college shirt or hat. Okay, so were so, you that guy at Disney? Well, I was that guy. I was, I was, yes. Are you saying that because you were that guy? I was that guy, but then I also <laughs> noticed it, and then I started to take note of what I saw, and so I made up the college football edition of the Disney Power Rankings, and this, wait, Power Rankings? Power I got something rankings. for you. Disney College Rankings. Yes. So as I walked around Disney, this is how these power rankings work. 
I took note. This is how lame I was walking around Disney. <laughs> all right, first of all, I took note kind of in my head uh, of the different colleges I saw, and then I started to count them. I'm really good at numbers, so it was it was pretty easy. Yeah, some then, some have called you the Rain Man. Yeah, yeah, most most definitely because you um, make it rain numbers. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so cool. I so here's how these rankings work. Basically, number one of these rankings is going to be the number one hat. Can I guess? I saw. Go for it. Uh, we're in Orlando. You're not seeing magic shit. This is college. We're talking college specifically. Oh, if we're talking oh, pros, oh, okay. if we're talking wait, pros, wait, pros, what's the number one? Carolina Panthers. Really? Yes. No doubt about it. it was, I would never have guessed that. It was that. If you're talking football or Atlanta Braves. Wow. Yeah. Uh. All right. But college. College. So now you're making me. You're, you're throwing me off. You're throwing me in a little loop, and you're making me think that it's not Florida based. Because uh, I was going to say Florida State, but I don't think any of the Knowles can even afford to go to Disney World. So, shit. Um, Georgia? No, Georgia's in the top five. Okay. Uh, but Clemson was number one. And Clemson was number one. Well, by far? <laughs> well, number one and number two were number one and number two by far. Clemson, Alabama. No, Clemson, LSU. Oh, I forgot the AP polling change. Yeah, so Clemson LSU was by far one by, or two. By the way, aside LSU should be number one, but uh, let's go from there. Um, so Clemson LSU number one, number two, Georgia three, the University of South Carolina number four. Okay, and then the North Carolina State Wolfpack was number five. Are you kidding? No way. You saw a lot of Wolfpack? Yes, it was unbelievable. And then I also went so that was I just did a top five and then I did honorable mentions for some of the ones that were like you saw repeatedly. Uh Texas. Uh no, no I didn't see any Texas. It was Notre Dame. Oh, because they're going to Disneyland. Yeah, going, Notre yeah. Dame, Florida State, oh, yeah, Georgia Tech, Alabama. Um, I'll tell you this about NC State um, attire at at Disney World. I saw more people um, rocking either an NC State shirt or hat than I saw all the other North Carolina colleges combined. Isn't that crazy? Let's fucking go. Yeah, it was awesome. I was just like, wow, this is weird. Here's my thing. If I'm at Disney World, if you're going to say what? I gave everybody the Go Pack, too. Oh, you yeah, threw just up? Just the lamp. Right. Yeah. If Not <laughs> threw up. I was like, Go Pack. No, no, no. You said you threw up. No, no throwing up. Cool, cool. I thought you said you went Epcot and drank around the world. And you're nah. like, man, I got a, I got I, a, I, a got ki- I got kids, man. <laughs> I got kids, man. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun, though. No, I would, I would anticipate way more Tar Heel shit down there. I would, too. That's what I was thinking. My biggest thing I wanted to ask you was, you said you either met, shook hands, had a beer with, took a tequila shot with one of the greatest front mans of all time. Gentleman by the name of Mark McGrath. Ever heard of him? Lead singer of Sugar Ray. Can you give me that story? It was really just a it was really just a pass by on the like in the bar area. You said you bought him a shot of Yeager. No. No, he was like I, I don't know if he was there to do like a show or what, but he seemed like he was busy and had like a little entourage around him. I mean he's a pretty famous guy. He's got a serious XM show and Oh he does? Well, What's the show? Talking, he's always talking about it. Or he's always talking on Sirius. I think he's got like a weekend like countdown on Sirius. Oh XM. tight. I think he's actually on 90s on 9. Okay. I'm not a serious guy like you, but I uh, do understand 90s on 9. Um, did he have frosted tips? Uh, yeah, he did. And he Still? Said, and, he had, and he had like on a uh, like a, a short sleeve uh, button up with like half of his shirt up and 
like he was in the mid nineties. <laughs> like, so he had like, three but he button- was old. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like, three buttons down yeah. and like cut off I where tried- he was showing his guns? The one thing I wanted to, yeah, no, it was not three buttons. I mean, it was like, a, it was almost like uh, uh, Charlie Sheen from. Uh, uh, two and a half men kind two of a deal. Men, yeah, was it a like Hawaiian shirt? Was not a Hawaiian. No, it was. It was, It had some flowers on it. It was a flower print. So it was Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah, I guess you would call it Hawaiian, but it had flowers on it. Yeah. I mean, you're Orlando. I was really trying. To, I wanted to um, go up to him, but my table got ready for my reservation. Um, my wife's company that actually took us to eat at a belly dancing club, which was kind of interesting. Um, it was really good food though. Um, Did you eat sushi off a naked girl? <laughs> nah, it was Greek food. It was delicious, oh. actually. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to see if he could get, cut a promo for us, but uh, oh my god, he probably would have done that for five cold dollars, a, a quick Lincoln. Yeah, maybe. Is he in Lincoln too? Is he in Lincoln? Oh, oh, I no, a Lincoln that. like the five dollar bill kid. Come on, man. You had a uh, good time, I guess, while I was there too. You went to Grunge Fest. <laughs> Yeah, I went to Grunge Fest. Uh, so, a little bit about myself. This is a quick aside. Uh, Kent's going to take a piece, so I'm just going to talk for a second. Yeah, I see it. Oh, give me another cold Miller. You do have a uh, cold uh, pumpkin if you want it, or a Truly in there. It's, I truly don't want that. You truly, that's, don't disrespect our sponsor. But... I uh I've got a I've got a thing where I've been for about the past ten or fifteen years of my life where I go to movies alone because I have random Tuesdays and Fridays or Mondays off and I'll just go to a movie alone. So I've got a I've got a whole new spectrum now where I go to concerts alone because I'm a loser. And uh, so Saturday night at the Ritz in Raleigh, there was something called Grunge Fest and they had about seven cover bands and. Can't you? I think you would have enjoyed it. I don't think you were that big of a grunge guy, but I think you would have enjoyed it and known all the songs that they played. So there was a Soundgarden band, a System of the Down band, I believe. I there get was, down with that. There was a Pearl Jam band to close, a that Foo Fighters dope. band right dope. before that, yeah. mm-hmm. and a Alice in Chains band. So I got there. Um, people that I were wanting to go to the concert with were out of town and I, I, I finally said you know what I'm just going to try this whole concert and it feels like a movie because you go there and you really don't have to report to anybody it's dark you just, just watch. go there and watch and I had a great time so uh, Pearl Jam killed it Foo Fighters you would have known every song uh, the guy did not look like Dave Grohl they normally kind of try to make themselves look like the lead singer not so much him he was probably in his 50s and uh had a lot of gray hair but not a great dave girl guy but yeah i'm I'm a pro movies by myself and concerts by myself guy i don't know like at some point i'm just not gonna need friends like ken anymore i'm just gonna do everything solo and it's just depressing lifestyle but oh, i have fun yeah. when i do it i guess we should should get to some uh nc state related uh oh yeah we're nc state podcast yeah Hey, um, we got a little uh, Twitter at, little mention, little question from at we hungry we eat. We identify with that really hard because it's the intro to the podcast. <laughs> um, saying that when does basketball season start? And um, then he said he's asking again in, Jan- in January when does baseball start because he thinks we're going to shit the bed then. My friend, we have a very very optimistic season ahead of us. Oh, gosh. Do not besmirch this basketball team already. And 
already know because we had a little preview the other night. It's called Primetime with a Pet. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the super secret scrimmage that you were going to share some, drop some knowledge on everybody. Well, here's the thing. It's super secret. Yeah. So I, I guess we can't really tell them what we know. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. We played a- ECU and... I'll go and tell you, man. Pat Andre 3000, he dropped 14 threes in that game. That's all I got, though. That's all I got. You're an idiot. Yeah, that thing's been pretty tight-lipped. Yeah. Weirdly tight-lipped. Yeah, it has been. It's just ECU. I mean, I've got my insiders, and I've got all the facts, so... You know, just add us if you want. I saw to. I saw something on a message board that said that even though DJ Funderburk wasn't playing, that they still the referees still called uh, two fouls on him in the first three <laughs> minutes. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he's, uh, he's I, a noted two foul guy. I laughed out loud whenever I read that. Oh, uh, man, that's funny. But we we've got a huge, huge basketball preview show coming up. You will not want to miss that at all. We're not going to focus on football at all now, and we're going to do a little bit of a, what we drink in, a little bit of catch-up, but mostly it's going to be a basketball preview show. So look forward to that. Uh, it's going to be very in-depth, not a lot of research, but a lot of talking about Markel and Snack Johnson, if we're being yeah. honest. Yeah, no The doubt. number one point guard in the ACC. Uh, arguably, yeah. Cole Anthony allegedly is, but yeah. in Carolina. Yeah, it's one of those two guys, I would think. Um, the biggest thing I saw, other uh, prime time of the pack – I was gonna go, couldn't make it out. Kent was still, still chilling with Mickey and we were actually Orlando. at Animal Kingdom that night. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about Animal Kingdom? Yeah, offline. Off, offline. Yeah. Uh, I know that Pat Andre three thousand won the three point contest. Uh, was against one of the women's players in the finals and and won. Uh, and who won the dunk contest? Sebron. Uh, Sebron noted uh, newcomer, but yeah, has been freshman. with us for. He's a freshman. Bid with us in heart for a little while. It's <laughs> highly recruited. Um, oh, dear. But uh, women's team looked good. My girl Ace was there. My girl uh, Conan was there from Greensboro. Uh, uh, okay. And yeah. in, in any event, it was it was a lit event. We just weren't there. But I do know that we got 42nd in the AP poll. Yeah, that's kind of – I don't really consider that a real thing. But okay, <laughs> if you want to count votes, like, uh, I mean, you're going to the movies by yourself. You might as well count the votes at the end. Or of going to the concerts, <laughs> I think it's worse, to be honest. So we got three votes for the top twenty-five. Uh, uh, yeah. Shouts to uh, I would say Herb's index, who's probably votes for the AP right now. I would yes. say more shouts to the Kim Palm rankings, who had his twenty-eight. Yeah, Kim Palm, honestly, and all jokes aside, uh, to. Preseason rank is twenty eighth is a is an honor to be honest. Yeah. Because, I mean, because that one's close to the metric that they use for uh, selection committee until they decide not to use it. Until they decide not to use it <laughs> and just use your out of yeah. conference schedule. So yeah. we get that. It's gonna suck for us this year too because we have two less out of conference schedules or out of conference games because we're playing twenty conference games this year instead of eighteen, and they're not gonna give us credit because all they care about is who you played in the out of conference. And gosh, if Auburn or Memphis or Wisconsin ends up being terrible, we're gonna look like crap again. Yeah, we we could just use a couple more actually conference games if we're basing it on last year. Yeah, please give me more conference games. Yeah. Uh, I'm still a little. I'm a little nervous about. Well, we'll talk about this later. But I'm a little nervous about Georgia Tech. I know that they're trash, but they have a they have a good big man. Uh, they beat us last year. And Derek uh, Favors, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
No, I think it's uh, it's uh, Chris Bosch. But um, oh yeah, yeah, dude, Bosch is gonna be a beast this year. Uh, yeah. I don't dude, know how we're gonna yeah, get around but, that. Um, so uh, yeah, I think I think that uh, I'm I'm just so excited for basketball. I, mean, I am too. Know. I mean, and that's not saying it. I feel like, like well, I can't wait for football season to get yeah. over because I'm not doing a Carolina take right now at yeah. all. But uh, I think I, I think I've seen a lot of that on Twitter though. It was like you guys clown those people like 30 miles down the road. Yeah. Maybe but so. uh, now, now you're wanting to uh, jump right on board, and I mean, I think that just kind of tells you where our fan base is with the football team right now, and, which is understandable, and we'll get to very, very soon. Um, cleaning up the rest of this uh, basketball talk, which is needed. Kent, you took a shit on my face about not liking the new PNC floor. I. You said you didn't like the strutting Tuffy, right? No, I said I wanted the strutting Tuffy. Yeah, but the new Tuffy is... It's just the Tuffy face. Right. I like the whole body. Well, I like the whole body, too, but I think that, like, it's so much better than a Block S, first of all. Oh, the Block S is what? Trash. Yes. Thank you. The Block S is trash. We I'm so glad that we've taken that and put it in the recycling bin of our computer and right-click empty recycling bin of that... Yeah. Of that. But um, but no, I miss I like, the Strutton Wolf. I I I I like the I like the Strutton Wolf face, but I like Strutton Wolf too. But I mean, I think that the overall the the um, you know the the athletic department is going with Tuffy, and if we're going to be consistent, I, I like how it looks. I I, I kind of like Strutton Wolf a little bit more for the basketball. Yeah, obviously, but uh, see, because I don't see the Strutton Wolf Tuffy on the side of a helmet as much as I do just. Right. Tuffy face. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the, there's a lot of black. A lot of people did not like that. I think it looks pretty cool, though. I, I think, think it looks look, tight. I think I it'll no look pretty dope that. whenever... Like, they're showing this the, the view without, like... The, the, the crowd. The crowd, and they're showing it without, like, the uh, media tables and right. all that kind of stuff around it. So I think it'll look a little bit different. But, I think it'll be pretty dope. <laughs> what about... And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Now that we've seen it with the Jerry Jones... Titan Tron in, in there, Jumbo Tron, whatever you're gonna call it. Yeah, up. I, it looks so good, man. Yeah. I cannot wait to go to a game. I'm pumped, man. Yeah, I'm we're gonna ready. get a. We need to get a little ACC mini pack action. Yeah, we'll probably do something like that. You know, either have to record the show or go to a football or go to basketball games. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. We're gonna do one in the parking lot, a little tailgate okay. action. No, okay. Yeah. Um, last thing, recruiting. Yeah, um, I gotta get to our. Boy Kent, who's the recruiting expert, give me just. It's Kent, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go as far as to say that I am a recruiting expert. I I can navigate. Uh, the internet relatively well. You're good at the internet, um, boy, boy. Yeah, so I know how to I know how to go to like 24 seven or Rivals or ESPN or something like that, um, or IPS to see uh, where our, our recruits stand. But we did land another uh, recruit lately. Yeah, um, Ebenezer, and I won't try to pronounce his last name. A six ten center. This Dawana man, come on, out of chill. Georgia, um, four star, three star, depending on what what site you're looking at and that actually bumped us up into the top 25 um we're at number 20 right now in the team rankings for the uh 2020 class so that's pretty cool and we also had a big um 
We had uh, Josh Hill on campus over the weekend. The Saints tight end? Nah, Josh Hill, the uh, small forward that's like 6'9", top 50 player in the country, four- or five-star guy. Um, And uh, 247 has their crystal ball predictions right now pointing towards state, so that would be another big get. Hell yeah. That's a 2020 class. Yeah, 2020 guy as well. Um, and then in the 2021 class, we're currently sitting at seventh overall. Um, but Are you because, kidding? Yeah, but that's literally because like five people have committed. And no, that's fine. We're number five. <laughs> Kentucky eat our dust. Uh, yeah. So I always say I think that's kind of funny for now. But right now we're sitting at seventh um, in the 2021 group. With again, there's probably like 15 people committed in that in that class. So that's cool. Um, but it is a four star kid. So I mean. That's cool. But, yeah, I'm excited about the recruiting. I mean, I think Keats is starting to put a class together. Even, you know, we're not really talking about the, the full-on, um, uh, you know, basketball preview, but I think we're starting to see a team that, although it has these newcomers, transfer guys, the nucleus of the team this year, um, and hopefully moving forward, is going to be guys that have been here for more than one year. And so, like, you know, we've got what? eight or nine people that were on the team last year. Absolutely. The it's the most year. experienced team that we've had, obviously, yeah. under Keith. It's pretty awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it. but I cannot wait. Yeah. So, I guess we have to talk about football now. So <laughs> I like how you put the boo in there. That was pretty good. That um, was the that was your kids. I recorded Parker and the twins doing that. Oh, the twins cool. can do that now. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't tell you about that. But I called them up, and Parker was like, yeah, man, I got you. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah, the twins can't talk or really respond to. Uh, they can boo. That was them. Huh. Thank you, though. All right, so one and one since we last talked. Played Syracuse on a Thursday night. Just quick reaction on Thursday Syracuse game. What do you think about the crowd, tailgate, game, whatever? <clears throat> My favorite part of Thursday night was our photo shoot with Mister and Mrs. Wolf. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, that was good. I'll give a quick recap. It was on Instagram. Yeah, we got some good likes. It was on the ground. Yeah. Uh, we were on uh, Instagram. <laughs> we, Mr. and Mrs. Wolf were coming through through the parking lot. And if you guys have ever listened to our show, which you have, because you're listening now, and we only have about 40 people that listen consistently. <laughs> so you're an idiot. We've got yeah, the logo of our podcast is uh, Kent and I posing with Not our right. Hackward, Hackward's Bats. Yeah, that's uh, pig Latin. Together, so we try to we tried to recreate that once inside Carter Finley <laughs> that didn't go well, and then we try to recreate it with Mister and Mrs. Wolf, and we will uh, we'll put these pigs out there. They're already it's already out there. It's on Instagram. The bad ones, the on the girl. Yes, the one where Miss um, Mrs. Wolf understood what she was supposed to do and was back to back. And then Mr. Wolf is holding you like so, in the prom pose. Mr. Wolf is holding me like a prom date. I've never been a prom date, to be honest, but uh, he's holding me like one. And, you know, that's something I'll never forget for the rest of my life. But we took some really bad pictures. Oh, they yeah. weren't understanding our vibe. And uh, that was my favorite part of the tailgate. I thought, yeah, the tailgate was fun. I thought the crowd was actually pretty good. The crowd was good. The, the, was that the whiteout night? Yeah. yeah. It, it, was it a, looked better than the blackout. Yeah, it was there in the blackout, but it wasn't this or what last Saturday when Penn State had the whiteout. Yeah. It wasn't quite that. Did well, you see that at all? Yeah, I mean that that's different. We're not there. Um 
But yeah, it was fun. The crowd was loud. I wish the 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 stands were um, not full in the third and fourth quarter, but they were loud. Yeah, they um, were for the game because you know Syracuse obviously had the ball um, late with a chance to um, win the game. Win the game. Yeah, and, and the crowd really showed out. Um, I, I I had a lot of fun at the game. I thought it was great. I thought the defense looked good. Bailey Hopman got his first start. Didn't necessarily play that great. Uh, struggled in the red zone. I mean, Bailey being Bailey. Yeah. Duh, but but he, managed, he managed the game. What, what, Bailey Hockman is a game manager. Let's just put that out there. And that's pretty obvious at this point. And didn't turn the ball over. And wait, he threw one pick. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, it doesn't matter. We don't do any research on this podcast. But um, yeah, it, it was pretty disappointing. I, I feel like there's a lot of points that were left on the board. But it was a double. I mean, Maryland. Maryland's hung sixty-two on Syracuse, and we scored sixteen. I mean, yeah. I think that that eight sacks, though. Yeah, eight sacks was huge. Um, back Jackson back Williams weeks. finally getting to play that one one game, and um, you see what he can do for um, for a defense. Um, held him to <laughs> ten things. points. Uh, the linebackers were um, had a huge game. Larell Murchison had another big game. Murchison had a huge game. Um, so I mean, I think that you, you see like when you have that healthy defensive CS. line, it looks good. Yeah. Um, they, they they know how to play defense. And then we go to you know Boston College the next week and. Oh, wait, wait, before we go to BC. Okay. <clears throat> Tell me your feelings because we didn't record last week, and I think we you and I would have gotten into this a lot. What were your feelings? Did you look at that four and two record and and think, okay, BC, we're going up. It's kind of a house of horrors like Wake Forest is for us. Uh, did you did you were you more confident in the fact that you saw us win that game on Thursday night, or did you go into that game like I did? Which, in all honesty, if we would have recorded last week, you were in Disney. It's, it's fine, but I would have pre- predicted another L. I, I think it was another thing where I don't think Bailey was ready for the road. And their offensive line and rushing game, I, I was worried about it. Even though we were came in number one rushing defense, which we were, but it was it's just one of those traps, man. It's one of those traps. So like, did you feel? Were you more confident? Were you feeling? I don't know that I was, feeling yourself. I don't know how confident I was. It was one of the games that I think we both picked as L's before the season. We did. We both picked those as L's. Um, I'll give you that. And I, and and. But the thing is, is like you're also doing that with thinking that they're going to have their starting quarterback, who's like a junior or senior who's been there for a couple of years, and you you see that they're playing a walk on quarterback, and you have an expectation that maybe hey, we, and that their defense is just terrible. Yeah, Anthony um, Brown was a big loss for them. Like, yeah, I, I, I was genuinely it. worried about him. That guy can he can run football, hit you up with your feet, and yeah. he's decent in the passing game. So seeing him. Being out for the season, it's one of those things like, all right, State's finally getting their due. We're hitting them at the right time. Let's go. And I kind of came into the game confident because we're playing a basically a walk-on quarterback, Grossell. Yeah, complete six passes. Completed six passes in the game, and they had – 45 points. Well, they they probably had six – Kicks that kickoffs and went out of bounds. Like, yeah. why did that kicker just keep kicking it out of bounds? I don't think he'd at least like start just onside kicking. It <laughs> at least. It was 15, 15 I, I do not kicking. understand that at all. But so 
Where did you watch the game live, or were you Disney it out? Uh, no, we were on the way back. I listened to some, watched the second. I, I probably watched starting about ten to three. And okay. Then, um, yeah, it got pretty ugly pretty fast too, because we went to Chick Fil A. I put it up on the television at Chick Fil A, and um, or on my phone. And I was like, are you taking over TVs? At it, it literally, it literally <laughs> went from ten to three to something stupid, really, really fast. Yeah. Um, all while I was eating my spicy chicken sandwich. Shouts to number yeah. number three. Um, yeah, I watched it here. I was off and uh, tuned into it. Just watched it solo here. I think you and I had a pretty good text thread going. Are you still on your phone? Yeah. No, you're playing with bottle caps. I need your focus. Okay, I am focused. I'm listening. Uh, watching here, we had a good text thread going, and I finally told you about midway through the third, I just turned it off. I went to Florida. I listened, to, the, I listened to where I stayed for the whole thing. You're a true fan. Yeah. I don't think I am. I, I either listened or watched the entire game, unfortunately. Yeah, I went back, you know, I went back and watched the condensed version, and I uh, saw some leery throws that I was very impressed by, but... Yeah, so we got to Leary finally, huh? Well, can we talk about what got us to Leary? So we started Bailey again on the road. Looked shook from the start. Yeah, I think our first, what, maybe the first two drives uh, were pretty trash. Mm-hmm. We have an okay drive. We get three. Mm-hmm. And then, no, yeah, yeah, isn't that right? Bailey, did Bailey get us th- the first three, or was that... Uh, no, Bailey got us the first three. Yeah. But Bailey um, was also the author of this. Special teams. Smith has the N correctly placed on the back of his jersey. Nine days ago, it was upside down. There's an interception. Boston College with a pick six. Jason Matry. After heat. Here comes Richardson, number 14, forces the quarterback to throw the ball, maybe before he was ready to. And an ill advised throw. Excellent read by Matry to undercut the route. Not ideal. Yeah, it was kind of unfortunate there. Um, I mean, I think we've been flirting with some picks. Um, He flirted with two beforehand. Yeah, flirted with some pretty much every game Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) that that he's been in. And I think that was kind of the knock on... um, him coming out of the preseason or out of camp that ultimately led to McKay winning that starting job was that Leary and or Hockman um, had a tendency to turn the ball over or be a little loose with the ball. And I think we finally saw that in a pretty inopportune time where we're stuck deep in the red zone. And I, I know, I know this is crazy, but like, I think we were three play, three or four plays away from, um, actually being in a ball game, and I don't even know that that's necessarily one of them, to be honest with you. I don't I don't disagree with that at all. Because I think uh, we kicked the ball there. I mean, they still probably go back and score a touchdown on short field. So, I mean, it's not like – I mean, it was bad. It was a huge momentum changer. Uh, put the defense um, kind of behind the eight ball to start. After defense actually played pretty well for the first – 15, 20 minutes of the game. and then, They did, and then it's, it's called getting gassed. Well, I mean, Because your what, offense is not on the field. But we yeah. let Bailey – what do you think – so letting Bailey back on the next drive, is that just to say, hey, 
Is that Dave saying, hey, I'm not going to pull you off the stage because you made one mistake? Yeah, I think you have. I mean, I, I know that he caught, like, a lot of flack on Twitter, but I think you have to do that. I mean, you have to let the guy see. I mean, that's the kind the time that, like, you really see what the guy's made out of. And, um, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I thought that, um, you know, I think with the quarterback situation – you know, we could we could talk about literally talk about the quarterback situation who are blue in the face, but um, you know ultimately it was all about seeing what these guys did when they were in the game. Yeah, and it looks it looks like right now. I mean that Devin Leary obviously has the best arm. I think that that that's got, something that you can't really debate. Yeah, no one can debate that at all. Um, but and it actually looks like he's yeah. also the most poised. He's also the most calm. And, uh, which is kind of, I, you know, a lot of people are, I don't know if we want to, we can go down the coordinator's role because everybody wants to crush the, the dual offensive coordinators, but literally Eli Drinkwitz, who we wanted literally everybody on Twitter four weeks ago after they beat App State or App State beats Carolina wants Eli Drinkwitz to replace Dave Dorn as the head coach. Yeah, that Eli, was that was a lot of chatter. Eli had Matt McKay in his system for two years and didn't have him ready. And we want to not blame, at all. And we want to blame the dual co- coordinators for the fact that Matt McKay was not ready to be the quarterback. Look, I mean, Kent, this is why I love you, man. Uh, this is here's all the talk that's going to get put on every other podcast that's out there is like, oh, dude, we made a bad decision with these co-OCs and they just can't coexist together. Maybe they've literally maybe, had, maybe they can't, but they've literally maybe they had can. six games, and we're not any good. We're not. The, <laughs> we haven't gotten into which we'll get into now. We haven't got to the level of injuries as this team has had. But yeah, but we're just not. I mean, we're even we're, without we're the just, injuries. I just don't think we're that good. We're not. I think we thought based on talent that like you know recruiting rankings and you know how guys played last year. I think we thought that we. And I think we underestimated the under the offensive line and how big of an issue that was going to be. Um, That's a good point. We don't we don't have an offensive line, or we we had one, but now our injuries have. have now we don't. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Uh, our wide receivers are not as good as I thought they were going to be. I mean, CJ Riley getting hurt. CJ Riley gone. Um, I mean, Dev Carter looks like he's going to be a, a star, but we still drop the ball way too often. Uh, Ameka Amezi has been my biggest disappointment this entire season. Throw, give well, me one. He, no, no, no. Give me one other. I'm not trying to throw hot takes out there right now, but give me one other. More disappointing player than Megan Madden. Curious Moorhead. Okay. Offensive side of the ball. Uh, I would say the running backs, actually. Can you say that with a lie? I mean, I don't know. You, why, why not? Megan Mezzi is, is just turned into a drop machine. He turned into the player he was two years ago at Wake Forest. when That was a fumble, not a drop. Well, that's unfair. It's 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 a mess. It's a need to bash the kids, but um, oh no, I'm not bashing the kids at all. Mekamizzi is a super talented player. I just think we have that had a lot of drops. The the drops are crazy. But he, the I mean, thing, if you look the, at though, if you look at his actual numbers and his drops, I think he his drops are he has the most drops on the team, but he also has like the, most targets. Yeah, like I get two that. to two to one on most everybody else behind him. So I mean, he he gets the most opportunities to make plays. He also makes some hell of a catch. Um, but yeah, I mean, he. It seems like the drops though are at the most inopportune times. And I guess that's, that's why they jump out to me yeah. so much. It's like, oh man, that drop. But it's like, oh, it's a third and seven, and that was an eight yard drop, and that could extend the drive. And yeah. like, I feel like when so when Leary started, 
Leary, the great white hope, is he had so many drives when he got put in these set situations where, all right, he gets this one series, but that one series, he's having like his first two runs on that series where tackles for losses, and then he's got to just throw this third down and 11 pass that yeah. he could have gotten there. And we finally saw him evolve into a quarterback that we can ride with for the rest of the year. And I'll be very, very disappointed if we do not start and let him play the rest of the series and the rest of the year. What's your opinion there? Like, I think that there's no chance – uh, I better not say that, but I would I would agree with you that the staff would be somewhat foolish not to let him have the reins. He, I mean, he. I hope I hope he's getting all the first-team reps right now during the bye week and in the prep – Prep week for Wake. For Wake Forest, yeah. I mean, they won't release the depth chart until next Monday, so we really won't know exactly what they're going to do. But if I had to put my money on it, I would probably say that Leary is going to be the number one, and I'm going to say that Hockman probably goes back to three. Yeah, and I would I agree with McKay that. McKay will come back up to two. Um, you know, we say we saw McKay also kind of come in in the red zone set. Mm-hmm. I had actually been calling for that. But I did not like the way that it was way that it was done, and here's why. Can I explain? Yeah, please. I'm not. Um, so we did it in I think Leary's first drive in the red zone, like ever, as opposed to Hawkman, who struggled in the red zone. We mm-hmm. let Hawkman have the fourth. You know, I think we we had either a turnover on downs or we it may have been that field goal that we kicked early. Well, so the, Bailey, yeah. so Bailey's first drive after he threw that back-breaking pick six was when they got all the way to the one and they ran those two. Oh yeah, oh my god, third down. the two shotgun plays mm-hmm. on the basically the one-yard line. They shotgun a run, it failed. They shotgun a pass that he way he Matt McCade overthrew. Yeah, Bayer was wide open. Oh, he's right. No, it it was all Bailey. But my thing is, and, and, whole, and Twitter was this whole thing too, is that. If if we're at the one yard line and why are we in a shotgun formation? Yeah. Like Bailey's not a running quarterback, but any quarterback can get that one yard in a QB sneak. So that's to me though is that you know McKay's. If we're gonna try McKay in the red zone, why not do it for the for the quarterback who is struggling in the red zone rather than yeah. throwing it in on on Devin Leary's first red zone drive? You no, know I'll give you, I'll give you that one because then I don't I don't think I mean based on what we saw in the second half. Uh, and and I know it was in the second half against a poor defense who was up you know pretty big right. But, um, Devin looked pretty good in the red zone. He did. So I mean, he had a couple overthrows where his receivers, to be fair, were blanketed. But the throw to Thayer that was the thing I see from Devin is that his throws in a tight coverage are worlds better than what anybody else can do on the roster. Yeah, you're you're gonna have to you'll have to take some of the bad with that. You're gonna have to take some bad with that, and I think that's what we lot of we heard a lot of from camp is that I mean, he's young. Yeah. Does he stare down receivers? Absolutely. Does does he? Do we question his decision making from time to time? Yes. But does he make the throws that the other two quarterbacks can't? Can't? What would you say? Absolutely. Thank you. So. My biggest thing from that game, more than anything, is the quarterback play. I think we ride Leary for the rest of the time. I, I don't think that's the debate. If it is, we really need to re- reevaluate coaching. But was uh, the missed tackles. Gosh. And I countered a lot. So I, I did a rewatch today, and I didn't have this in the notes. But 
I did a rewatch of the condensed version. So again, I it's not a true watch like a Joe Gillio would do or anybody from IPS would do. But I uh, here's the thing, man. I counted 15 missed tackles on just the condensed version. And my missed tackle, I don't know what a missed tackle is in the actual stats. And I don't think it's at the line of scrimmage. That's not a missed tackle to me. But beyond the line of scrimmage, I counted 15 missed tackles. And that's... That's not good. That's your secondary. Not ideal. There's your secondary and your linebackers. Bailey's, Bailey's two long TD runs, there's three each of those on his TD run. So, but it's... It, here's the thing, man. Well, one of those You're gonna runs see, should have been stopped. I mean, a lot of those should have been stopped. At the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So, I get that. But when I'm counting that many outside of the line of scrimmage, like... I'm not even including the ones that were obviously they're doing for arm tackles or when they should have been going for the legs. It's just I uh, that that was the big biggest frustration factor for me. Like it's not so much Bailey throwing that pick six, or it's not so much the offense being the offense that we've seen for the past six weeks or whatever it may be. It's uh, the defense being gassed and the defense being gassed not only because of energy because we're hurt. So, I mean, and we're still getting hurt. So, can you tell me about the injuries that we just got announced that are season injuries? Yeah, so Justin Witt's gone for the year. Not Chris, ideal. Chris Ingram, our, our number two corner, but uh, number one corner since McLeod. Since McLeod's played. out. Out. Um, for the he's, year. He's done for the year. And then uh, McLeod's replacement, Tayshawn uh, Smith, is out for the year. So, now we have McLeod – from all from what it sounds like he'll be back at some point this year. But um we'll be going into the weight game who scores literally sixty points a game. <laughs> they do. Uh without our top four cornerbacks to start the season. Which is just not that's not good. It'll be interesting to see. I bet they'll move some people around. I know Cecil Powell uh mm-hmm. was gonna switch back to corner. He he was catching balls two weeks ago. Right. Um, so they're switching <laughs> back about the corner. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. It's like we have been pretty fortunate in the Dave Dorn era. With of injuries? injuries? I yeah. completely agree. But this is like a O'Brien year. Uh, O'Brien had some rough years with injuries, and this, it feels like. I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, you can't, really, you can't really do anything about it. It's just poor luck. Um, and then, you know, the – the depth that is replacing these guys is really, really young, really young, really inexperienced. Um, I mean, highly touted, but you're putting in guys that haven't seen game yeah, action I mean, at you're, all. You're, you're you're playing a true freshman and on the offensive line. Some, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, we don't know when Ricky Parsons coming back. No, if he's not coming at all. back. I mean, if he's coming back, um, I heard that uh, I was listening to the tripartisan podcast. Oh, shout out to James James Henderson. Um, and he said that uh, North Carolina State leads the nation in number of players who have started the game, uh, started a game this year, and that's because of injuries, right? Uh, but that's then, a I mean, very it, good step. Yeah, it's, it, it was interesting. It's like it's injuries, and because like we we 
you know, we'll have three different quarterbacks start by after next week. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not because of injuries. But uh, it's definitely not because of, yeah, I mean, everybody's healthy. In yeah, the, in the it, QB room, it's been a it's been a tough thing, and the offensive line's really something to be concerned with moving forward with Justin Witt being gone and. You know, dude, the gaps down. that they were allowing versus BC, it was just like, here, dude, this is an open, we're, we're an open door policy right here, man. Just well, part of the, I mean, you got, you got part of the problem though. I mean, you can't put it all on the offensive line in the, in the first half of the game because there's literally like the deep BC comes out and they dared NC state to throw the football. Oh, 100%. Uh, and because they knew we could not, uh, against a competent defense. And, um, you know, as you saw, if you go kind of go back and look, I think um, I think that they ran the ball a little bit more successfully in the second half when when Devin Leary was making it rain out. Yeah, there. they they finally did. It got to uh, when I was watching rewatching the game today, and we're we're going along here. But you know, if you're into this podcast, you're going to listen to this anyway. So um, it got through. I'd say almost a little after midway through the third quarter, where we finally had a positive run. And that was Bam Knight had a really good one that was like maybe 12 yards or whatever. We didn't see much after that until the fourth quarter when my boy Jordan the Snack Houston had a good like almost 20 yarder that he just found a gap. Yeah. And but you know you're playing you're playing maybe second stringers at that point. But yeah. um, the lack of the running game was an, another huge concern that. I just couldn't believe him when I was watching it. I was sitting here. I, was, I, just, I didn't understand because all I'd heard beforehand, I haven't watched the BC game literally all year, and that their defense was just trash. And they just showed up for this? Well, I know. I know. I think our offense is really that bad. Yeah. I mean, they just put up 16 against Syracuse. I mean, I think our offense is really has a lot of problems right now, and hopefully that they'll take these two weeks to really – digest and figure some of those out. I think Devin Leary hopefully is the the first step in that. Devin Leary's last touchdown pass. Was that the one that carry? He thought it one to carry, right? Yeah. So that was re- reminiscent of a quarterback that uh, would be at Hall of Famer right now. Who would you compare Devin to on that one throw? Uh, Brett Favre. <laughs> Completely agree. So this he's going to end up no, leading no, this, the NFL in interceptions and touchdown passes or something. That's fine. <laughs> as long as he's in touchdown. Um, that play completely broke down. Completely. So, like I said earlier, he has um, he has some eyes that just like to kind of fixate on his receiver. So he was looking to carry the whole time on that play. The play broke down. He rolled out to his left. Threw almost off his back foot, but threw it so damn hard that it didn't matter that he was off his back foot and threw a dime to carry. Like, this is, these are the things that our other two quarterbacks can't do that he did yeah. that I'm just optimistic about. And nope. I, I just want to see the rest of the year. Like, yeah. if let's get to a bowl. Can I just say that? Yeah, let's get to I mean, a bowl. You, you saw SI didn't even have us in the bowl projection. <laughs> I did. I texted you that. Um, did have Carolina in a bowl, but uh, not so much stayed in a bowl, which maybe I'd probably... I think a lot of people are uh, going to give Louisville uh, a little bit more credit than we probably thought of that before the season. Yeah, I agree. And then I, I, I'm not that optimistic anymore against Georgia Tech considering how terrible we are on the road. Yeah, the road is not great, but 
I'm not worried. I don't think I'm wor- as worried about what Devin Leary's mind states in the road. Maybe. Maybe. I think we're going to go 6-6 six and six now. I like 6-6. Six and six. And I think that we're going to beat North Carolina and Clemson. <laughs> I'm, I'm becoming more and more convinced. No, no, I know. You've given that me a Clemson we are going to beat Clemson many, 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 many times. Uh, because it is the most say, NC State thing to do to beat oh, Clemson this year. that is one... 100% the and, state thing to do. And by no means are they even a third of the team that Clemson is right now, but I just, I don't know. It keeps getting, the, the closer and closer we get to it, I'm just like, man, if we're ever going to beat Clemson, it's going to be this year, and it's going to be wasted, and that's just what we're going to do. Right. No, I, I <laughs> it's just going to be the most, oh, man, it's just going to be. It's like, this is the year we do it. We could have done it when we hit that field goal, and yeah. You know what's going to be the best part about it, though? We'll be at home and we'll we, yeah we'll be at home for that um, and then after the season, um, everybody who's complaining every year for Dave Dorn winning nine games a year but doesn't beat anybody is going to be like, all right, we won six or seven games this year but we beat Clemson. Well, that's see a, if they're really happy about. Well, that. that's the TOB supporters. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, I mean he lost these games but he beat Clemson and Florida State. Yeah. And I think that that I mean I just I just feel like it's the most NC State thing to happen this summer or this year, dude. I can't wait when it happens because you're gonna just rake up on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, can we do our six pack? Yeah, let's do it because we need to get out of here. You need to get out of here, no doubt. Uh, so this here, wait, here it comes uh, six pack. Oh yeah. Uh huh. This week, we're doing the God Devin Leary's six-pack. So, anybody named Devin or Leary, no one, no other podcast is doing this. I don't care what they say. They're just spewing out NC State facts and opinions. We're not doing that anymore. We're doing Devin or Leary choices on our six-pack. So, Kent, what's your first one? Is it a Devin or a Leary? I'm going to go with a Leary to start with. Okay, Um, who's your first Leary? Dennis Leary. Oh, Dennis Leary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Noted noted evil stepfather of Smalls. um, (laughs) From the Sandlot. From the Sandlot. Had a baseball signed by that girl, uh, Baby Ruth, who Baby Ruth? (laughs) <laughs> That's the wrong movie. Shit, uh, that was Goonies. <laughs> but you know, you know the story. Small swipes the ball, gets hit over the fence. Hercules and the Beast, and yeah. Have you seen Sandlot too? No, I'm not. Still haven't. Nah. After three re-records, I still haven't <laughs> seen that. We've messed this segment up like three times. So. Uh, what's uh, your favorite, Devin or Leary? Well, here's my first Devin. Uh, little gentleman by the name of Devin Dawson. That is the only song? Yeah, I think so. I don't know anything else about Shout-outs to Kelly for uh, introducing me to that song, but that shit slaps. So, what's your second, Devin or Leary? Um, I'm gonna, this is going to be a bit of a stretch because it's a Devon. Devon. Oh, like Devon, but Devon. So, but who's Devon? Dudley. Oh, Devon Dudley. Get the tables. Hitting the table. That's a uh, member of the Dudley Boys. That's noted, right. noted. Noted. ECW, WCW, and TNA. WWF. 
TNA been and WWE. Everything. Yeah, they haven't everything. not been on any wrestling organization. Yeah, uh, AEW maybe they're they're coming soon. <laughs> probably my favorite uh, tag team of all time. Uh, yeah, Can you I name a better that. one? Um, I don't know. I was really into the uh, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> nah, I was not really into them. <laughs> uh, I'd say like maybe like the Hardy Boys or Christian Edge or some of those guys were pretty dope. They were all in matches with Hardy or with uh, I don't know Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Oh yeah, did they ever name Renegades? The Outsiders. Outsiders. Wow, I messed that one up. Yeah, uh, my second one is. Uh, Perennial Panthers shithead Devin Funches. <laughs> Devin, not Devin Leary. We love Devin Leary in this podcast. He is a god. Devin Funches, drafted out of Michigan, um, was a tight end, I think, that they converted into a wide receiver and uh, pretty much disappointed every year. And now he went to the Colts and got hurt again and he was trash. So, Kent, what's your second one? Third one. Third, um, just kidding. Third one and the greatest one is Devin Sawa, um, from the uh, like the fifteen or sixteen Final Destination movies. But well, also, he was he was only in the one. No, wait, uh, he was in one and two. Uh, but also Junior Floyd from the Little Giants, and who is the perfect comparison to our boy Devin Leary. Do you remember the Little Giants? I uh, fucking love the Little Giants. Uh, so, what was the uh, Statue of Liberty play? That, no, no, not uh, Statue of Liberty. The annexation of Puerto Rico. This is him. Yeah! Throwing toilet paper in the grocery store. <laughs> I remember. The Becky the Bird Box O'Shea yeah. sees it. Has to have him on the Little Giants because of this hella good arm. This is Devin Leary 2.0, or I guess Devin Leary is 1.0. Is Junior Floyd 2.0 right there. What a honk. <laughs> uh, he also had the movie Idle Hands. Did you see that? Where like he literally couldn't control his hands. It was like a horror movie. And then he died after that. Not literally, but uh, Idle Hands is actually not a bad movie. Yeah. So who's your last one? My last one of the Devin... Or Leary's. Leary is none other than Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. You ever seen Shark Tank? I have, yeah. So Mr. Wonderful, I thought he had a really interesting article on CNBC. Uh, Kevin O'Leary, when Shark Tank star and serial entrepreneur Kevin O'Leary graduated college, he got an unwelcome surprise. He was cut off. Hmm. When it happened, his mother imparted a few words of wisdom. My mother said to me, the dead bird under the nest is the one that never learned how to fly. Interesting. Mom, that's a great poem, he said, but I need some money. (laughs) He says, his days of living on a dime were over. You're not going to get it any, so you're going to fly or you're going to be a dead bird. And I just compare that to Devin Leary. (laughs) And uh, and he says, whoa, no dead bird for me. So he, you're either going to fly or you're going to be a dead bird other than this. So Yeah, if you listen to some of Dave's uh, comments on the Pack Radio show, he told him this is what he needed to do to get better, and he did it. Like, after camp. Are we a pro Devin Leary podcast at this point? I think so. I think, well, we'll see how the, the wind blows over the next couple of weeks, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm 75 to 80% in. Uh, the only... And I don't think it's between him and uh, Hawkman. I actually still think McKay. I'm one of the one of the few McKay guys out there that didn't think he should have been benched at this point. But whatever. 
I'm okay with it. Kent, I love you, man. We're gonna get out of here. On that note, um, we're gonna we got a special treat for you in the episode. But you got anything? Last words? Just stay hungry, y'all. Fuck out of here. That's that's not how it goes. It's we out this bitch. Kent, you got any last words? Stay hungry, y'all. We are out of this bitch. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha!